Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthy for Life podcast where we will be discussing maintainable, sustainable, conscious living. I'm your host, Sarah Grace. Thanks for joining me. Hey everyone, welcome back to a new episode of Healthy for Life. I hope you are all having a fantastic week and you are on the search for knowledge and truth because that is what I'm hoping to bring with my my episodes and impart some of my experience, my knowledge with you all, but really encourage you to continue on this search for truth and to question the status quo, to always ask questions, to listen to your gut and to do your own research so that you can live your best and healthiest life. I have gotten a ton of questions about my own health journey, and I recently had made a post, and quite a few people messaged me, I think it was on Facebook, and they messaged me about wanting to hear more information about my own personal journey through healing myself from chronic fatigue syndrome. And so I decided, well, this is a great way to share the whole story rather than trying to make a long drawn out post or a really short one that doesn't cover everything. So I wanted to share some of my own experience with chronic fatigue syndrome and how I healed myself of chronic fatigue syndrome. And I think this is something that many people struggle with and just don't know what to do and, and how to access the right tools in order to help themselves. So I will say that once you have chronic fatigue syndrome, and in my case, I did a blood test that I tested positive for the Epstein-Barr virus. Some people experience chronic fatigue syndrome, but they don't always test positive for that. You can do a blood test to see, but either way, it doesn't really make it or break it for you. It's just that once you have it, you may have a propensity to struggle with parts of it, some of the symptoms of the virus for the rest of your life. So it's something you have to always kind of be conscious of. But I will tell you, I am extremely healthy. I train really hard in the gym. I feel great. I feel far better than I ever did in my 20s. And so this is not something that has stopped me or slowed me down. It's just at times I have to listen to my body and I have to do things on a regular basis that strengthen my body and my immune system, which is really what we should be doing anyways. So I'll give you a little backstory on how I found out I had chronic fatigue syndrome and how it all started. So in my let's see, I was early twenties. Um, I was, you know, young, pushing hard, working multiple jobs, worked in nightclubs. I partied, drank. I didn't exactly eat healthy at that time. I had been raised eating pretty healthy, but then got away from it as an older teen. And then into my twenties, I didn't care. You know, you're living that life and you just think that things will never change and you're going to be around forever. So that's kind of how I was living. And it happened that I was boxing. I boxed competitively for, for about five years. So I had gotten into boxing and I was also working in a nightclub. So I was working extremely long hours late into the night 
And then I was also training during the day in the afternoons and I was training really hard and boxing can put a lot of physical stress on you as well as when you compete, it can be mentally stressful as well. So around that time I found out I had mono and, uh, I just, you know, stayed home, got better, but I was never fully better. And I was actually bartending one night and uh, a customer came in. I believe he worked with some of the MMA fighters that I would occasionally go and spar with. Even though I boxed, I would go and train with them because their training is insane. So he, he was one of the team doctors, I believe. And he was in the bar at my bar talking with me. And he was asking me like, are you feeling okay? Like what's going on? Meanwhile, I'm like drinking red lines, which is insane to me because red line is so toxic. And I don't even know if it's like illegal, <laughs> legal and around anymore, but I was drinking red lines to just function and not feel like I needed to go to sleep. He said, you know, I can take you to, to a doctor and you should really get some blood work done. And I went, I had blood work done and they came back saying, you know, you have the Epstein-Barr virus, chronic fatigue syndrome, the whole thing. But nobody really had any answers for me. It was like, well, it'll go away. You know, uh, a lot of people have it. There's not really anything you can do for it. We could put you on prednisone, which is absolutely ridiculous. But they're like, just go and get better. There was no direction on how to get better. It was just kind of like, just go rest and get better. And so that's what I tried to do. You know, I, I slept a lot, but I can literally remember thinking back to times when I would be at like a friend's house. I remember a fam going over a friend of mine, their family get together and literally just like being able to pass out in the midst of everyone talking, just a sound asleep on the couch. And I just had this constant feeling of complete and utter exhaustion. And it was like, there was times when I would be so tired, but yet I couldn't go to sleep. Or there was times when I was so tired that it was like my arms were too heavy to lift, or I was just so physically drained. It was like breathing felt hard. And it's, that's the only way I can describe the feeling. And now I know looking back that that was my adrenal glands, just screaming for help. So it was also within this time period that I, I rested, I started to feel better, so to speak, but I was constantly battling with fatigue. I just was treating it with caffeine basically. And I just figured, you know, that's just me. I, that's what I have to deal with. I started competing in women's figure and women's figure definitely challenges you a lot, especially when it comes to, to your nutrition and it's very low fat. So it's while you're eating clean, it's not necessarily healthy for you and your body. So I was getting ready for a show. And I remember I was coming towards the end of getting ready for the show. And I was just so incredibly exhausted. It was like, I was at the end of my rope. I was tired of the way I felt. I was constantly getting sick. I, it was like, I would joke that if someone sneezed around me, I was going to get sick, whatever they might have, I would get it always. So 
I started doing my own research and I just started looking online and Googling chronic fatigue syndrome. And I just, I ended up coming across Teresa Vernon. She's a Chinese medicine acupuncturist and her website was, is T Vernon, V E R N O N L A C.com came across her website and I started reading and I, it was like resonating with me this is me. And it was so like exciting. I didn't want to leave. I was like, tell me more, tell me more. This is me. What can I do? This is the first time I've seen anybody, you know, address what I'm experiencing and say that you can fix it. So she had, she had her phone number on there and email. And I think I, I emailed her and I might've even called her. And then not too much long later, we got on the phone and we spoke for a couple hours and I just went over everything. And she shared her own experiences where she was hospitalized for it and bedridden and this and that. And she, uh, recommended a product to me from the company dragon herbs, which is a U.S. based herb company. And she said, go and order it right away. It'll help you almost immediately. And then, you know, we're going to start the process of repairing your adrenals and, and working on repairing your body and giving it the strength that it needs. So I ordered the product right away. I got on it. And then what she did is cause she was in California. I never met her one time in the like probably seven years that we worked together. I just sent my hair to a lab and they analyzed it and they would come back with a whole booklet of information on my, you know, different vitamin and mineral levels based on hair analysis. She would go over it with me and then I would get sent a, a protocol of basically proprietary vitamins, blends of vitamins that were specifically for the symptoms and things that I was dealing with and the issues that I had. Because sometimes blood work is not always the best indicator for what's going on in the body. The The body is always trying to create a uh, homeostasis or like this kind of general wellness. And so sometimes digging deeper, and it depends on who you work with. Some people will do blood work. Some people will do hair analysis, urine analysis, saliva, maybe combination. They might even do, um, muscle testing, applied kinesiology, which is something I've gotten into more now. So it just depends on who you find as a practitioner and what their experience and background is. I don't think there's one that's necessarily better than the other. I think it depends on what you're looking for and the person that you're working with and their expertise. So I worked with Teresa Vernon for probably a solid seven years and she was encouraging me at that time that you really need to take a closer look at what you're doing when it comes to the gym and your nutrition. And this competing can be really hard on your body, especially with getting your body fat down so low. So I went on, I think after that to do, I want to say one or two more shows. And then that was all that I did. And during that period, I was learning a ton of knowledge about the, the nutrition and how you can change your body physically by what you eat. But I was also learning to incorporate more meals and be conscious of the timing of my meals and eating more protein and 
you know, vegetables. And I was creating this new pattern for myself that I had never experienced before because I came from, you know, skipping breakfast, eating a sandwich for lunch when I was hungry and maybe having a big dinner, but I would skip meals a lot. I didn't care so much about what I ate because I was just naturally fit. But as I really got competitive in sports and I started to learn and I started to learn the importance of food, I still hadn't quite caught on though with the importance of organic nutrient dense foods and how you absolutely must have those. I mean, at the time I was with competing, I was really focused on low fat, fat free, no sodium, no sugar, those kind of foods, but they are often empty foods. They do not carry nutrition with them. They're dead, so to speak. And they sometimes contain, most of them contain artificial ingredients that are trying to make up for the lack of nutrients and taste. So that's where I was at when I started this process. And it was a slow journey and an evolution of sorts. And I will say probably what began that process was just my own search for knowledge, long conversations with people like Teresa Vernon about their, you know, she was encouraging me to start avoiding commercial dairy and going for things like almond milk or coconut milk and getting away from gluten containing foods because of how inflammatory they can be in the stomach. And that can affect your, that's a huge problem for autoimmune diseases. And chronic fatigue syndrome is an autoimmune disease. So it's where the body kind of turns on itself and begins to create these immune responses to, uh, different things that you might be exposed to environmentally. And the adrenals are 100% involved in chronic fatigue syndrome. And for many people, even like I said, if you're, you don't test positive for it, a good majority of Americans, especially struggle with chronic fatigue, constant exhaustion, super tired, but can't fall asleep, trouble focusing, you know, anxiety, depression, all of these things that can be really related to our adrenal glands. And the reason for this, it can be certain environmental factors from yes, the food you're eating to cosmetics that you're putting on your body, chemicals you're exposing yourself to currently or in the past, but it can also be related to the fact that the food we eat is so nutrient deficient because we often eat these standard American diets, the sad diet where the food is dead, it's processed. Uh, and also the soils that our food is grown in is very depleted. It is deficient in a lot of nutrients and vitamins. So our food is not as hearty. It's not as vitamin rich. And look, without that food is, is fuel for our life, for every, every process in the body, chemical process for cholesterol and for bone and tissue and hormone function, all of that requires minerals and vitamins. And in order for these processes to take place in the body, they have to get it from our nutrition or from supplementation. And so if we are just relying on this sad diet to do that, it, it isn't going to do its job. And then you couple that with the chemicals that we're exposed to on our environment, 
through our medical system, whether it be vaccinations or um, prescription drugs. And then, you know, you're just every day what you're eating, you're not getting what your body needs in order to function. This is the majority of people. For me, it showed itself in this way of chronic fatigue syndrome and it took me out. And so I was forced to have to do the research to, to look for answers on how to fix what was going on in my body. Fast forward a bit of time, I'm on this evolution of sorts. I, my mom gets diagnosed with cancer and she, my mom was always really health conscious, especially when we were younger. She was always into making food, making bread herself from scratch. And just, she didn't quite have a full grasp on everything, but she was definitely always searching and always doing the research and trying to find ways to be healthy. So when she was diagnosed with cancer, she kind of started on her own journey of trying to treat herself holistically. And I would hear her and we would talk and I would see what she was doing and she was finding so much information and it, it's unfortunate because I think she found too much information and she didn't have one practitioner that, that she trusted or worked with to be like, all right, this is what we need to do for your type of cancer. This is the success we've had stick with it. Instead, she was kind of on her own and, and it's a very scary situation to be in. And looking back, I wish I had known what I know now in order to help her the way I could help her now, which is what really inspired me to start my nonprofit, the Grace Foundation, because I, I saw what she went through, but her experience was also planting seeds in me and helping me see the importance of seeking out your own information and your own knowledge when it comes to your health. And you cannot just take one doctor or one recommendation. You really have to do the work and it comes down to making decisions on a daily basis from what you're going to eat to what you're going to put on your body and what you're going to use in your daily environment. And so that is how I continued on my journey of healing myself. And I just began to, to see the importance in eating more organic foods. I began to understand that cutting out these artificial sweeteners and, and avoiding fat-free salad dressings and low-calorie foods and zero sugar, but did it have artificial sweeteners in it? So I would look at ingredients now. I would read the ingredients and not just look at the calories and, and the, you know, does it have fat in it? I really started to get into understanding food and how to eat nutrient dense foods. And my mom was a follower of the Weston A. Price Foundation. And uh, if you're not familiar, the Weston A. Price Foundation is a not-for-profit that carries on the work of Dr. Price. He was a dentist that studied the, den the dentition of indigenous cultures that hadn't been impacted by industrialization. So he went in and went to these villages of people who were living off the land and he studied what was it that they were eating because he noticed that they didn't have crowding of the teeth. They didn't have small mouths. They didn't have cavities, all the things that he was noticing in the industrialized countries. He didn't see with them. They didn't have heart disease. They didn't have nearly the issues that, that the, uh, cities 
people had, the type two diabetes or things like that, cancer even. And he thought, wow, what, what makes them so different? What are they eating? And with every one of these cultures that he studied, they all consumed some sort of animal protein. And maybe it didn't make up the majority of their nutrition, but they consumed and even reverenced certain parts of animals like liver, brain, eggs of certain animals, things like that. And he made note of that and he created this principle of nutrition that the organization carries on and does a lot to educate people on eating and how fats don't make you fat, the importance of healthy fats in the diet. And so my mom was a follower of theirs. I continued on following them and read a lot of the books that, that, um, they have put out and really started to understand nutrition and the importance of nutrient dense foods and I started to try to buy organic whenever I could and especially, you know, vegetables and fruits and my meats. And that was something that just, as I went, I would read, I would read about the importance of saturated fat in the diet and cholesterol and how important cholesterol is to the body. So while doing this in this process, I was eating better. I was on supplements, you know, I was getting better and I wasn't having these huge exhaustion bouts and feelings of constantly getting sick. And I was taking regular Chinese herbs for my immune system to build up my immune system. And then I was on this protocol for years that was all for adrenal strength. And I just continued on that journey. And at that time I was a personal trainer. I, uh, had gone to school to fitness Institute international where I received seven certifications and I continued learning about the body there from anatomy, physiology, kinesiology. And I, and even took a nutrition certification there, but it was very much more mainstream. And I was very conflicted with the information I was getting, but how I was experiencing it in my own life and how I was healing myself, but being kind of told more mainstream diet things that just didn't make up, make sense to me, like, you know, eating fat free and eating diet foods or low calorie and, you know, you, you, these whole grains and fruits and vegetables. And so a lot of that didn't resonate with me, but I was able to kind of weed through it and, and learn from it and take what information I would, you know, take and impart to other people. And I went on to open my own personal training studio and I had my own business with that for quite a while. And really I just consistency. I would say it was not an overnight thing. You know, I felt good bit better pretty quickly just from some of the supplements that, um, Teresa Vernon had recommended to me, but it was years. It took years to make up for the damage that had been done and for the way that my adrenals were just really shot. And so it took a lot of consistency and time and continually, okay, that's not a good thing. I learned coffee. Coffee was just not agreeable with me. I would have a coffee. It would get me to where all of a sudden at later in the evening, I couldn't sleep. 
And even if I had had that coffee early in the morning and when I couldn't sleep, I would start to feel like I was going to get sick. And it was this kind of round and round and round sort of thing. And then I would learn it's not worth it. Just cut it out. And so it has definitely been a process, but what I would recommend to anyone who's listening and who maybe what I'm saying is resonating with you, you are struggling with similar symptoms, exhaustion, uh, maybe it's things like anxiety, deep muscle pain, constantly getting sick, feeling weak. Maybe it's even depression, things like that. I really, really encourage you. If you're not getting the answers that you're looking for to do research and to look for someone, a practitioner who you vibe with, who you feel right about, who supports what you're going through, who has had experience working with people that are dealing with your symptoms. So instead of just say going to like your primary care physician, because unfortunately I, they just won't have answers for you. You have to look outside. So what I could recommend uh, is a practitioner like an acupuncturist. So you want to look for somebody who doesn't just use needles, but they are very experienced and very knowledgeable in Chinese medicine and maybe even Western herbs as well. I'm a big proponent of Chinese medicine. I've seen it work amazing for myself and for others. So you want someone who is really knowledgeable in that. I've gone to, to acupuncturists and they've never stuck me with needles. It doesn't have to happen every time. They, there might be times where they feel like you don't need it, but the herbal support is where you can really, really benefit a lot. The other type of practitioner could be a chiropractor even, depending on what their experience is. Some chiropractors really are great at looking at the body as a whole and working with different type of supplements for that sort of thing, uh, autoimmune type issues. And I even recommend it both working with uh, a chiropractor and getting regular adjustments and also working with an acupuncturist at the same time, because the adjustments can have a lot of great effects on your adrenals, on your immune system. I prefer chiropractors who don't, their go-to isn't always the twisting and popping style where they, there's many of them that use things like drop tables and, um, the little popping kind of metal thing where they don't twist and pop always. There are times when that may be needed, but I've had a lot of great success with the other style, uh, myself. So that's something to look into. Another great practitioner to look into depending on what state you're in is an ND. So a naturopathic doctor. And I don't know if you caught my other episode, uh, further back, it was probably one or two episodes before this one. I had Dr. Don Hungerford on, and we discussed supplements. If you have not heard that episode, I highly, highly recommend going and having a listen. He is such a wealth of knowledge when it comes to supplements. And we had some great, uh, talks about them and, and how they work and which ones work and how to use them. So working with a naturopath is phenomenal. They have an incredible amount of knowledge when it comes to the body. They are experienced with dealing with a lot of these things. And typically their go-to is, uh, supplements, herbs, vitamins, that sort of thing. And they're good at, they can be good at diagnosing as well. Another one is uh, a homeopathic 
physician. I had, uh, uh, did an episode. It's been quite a few now, but with Dr. Janet Levitin, she's a homeopathic MD. So her original training is as a medical doctor, but she went on to become a homeopath because she really believed and saw how well, uh, this, that type of medicine, so to speak was working. So there's a lot of great resources there. And she's another person that also works remotely with people, but I really, really think it's important to have somebody in your corner to work with because you cannot do it all on your own. And you are going to get so much information out there. You really have to find somebody who can help you sort of decipher and go through it all and then be in your corner. So whenever you have questions, you can call them because you're going to, this is going to be a trial and error thing. It's not going to be an overnight fix. We are used to as a culture, especially I have a problem. I take Advil pain goes away. I have a problem. I go to my doctor. He gives me a prescription problem goes away. We, we want a quick fix for these things. We don't want to have to think about what might've caused them the years that I did what I was doing to get where I am. I just want it gone. I don't want to have to think about it. And that is not how you heal your body. That is not how you gain knowledge. That is not how you overcome sickness. And that is not how you go on to live a healthy life. Everything we do in life has an outcome whether it's positive or negative. And often what we're experiencing, if it's negative and it's our body trying to tell us that something isn't right, whether it's exhaustion or uh, pain or depression, anxiety, all of those things, it is something that we are doing or have exposed ourselves to in our lives. So you have to be willing to take responsibility for your health, to take responsibility for your actions, to ask those questions, to do the searching for somebody who can explain and talk with you and support you, and then to get on some sort of a protocol and stick with it. It's not an overnight success for a lot of these things. Herbs can take time and they can also take large amounts. I mean, I've had periods in my life where I was taking 18 different herbs a day and that, that can take a certain amount of dedication and get through. But the result of doing that is now I don't get sick that often. I don't deal with constant fatigue. I'm able to train at a high level in the gym. I'm able to, to keep body fat off and to maintain a lean physique. All of those things while still eating and enjoying my food, I don't count calories. I don't weigh and measure my food anymore. I don't, uh, you know, even track my macros per se, just because of my experience with food, I go based off on how I feel. I know what things generally, you know, look like. I know what a balanced meal is. I know what feels good and works best for me. And so I'm living the freest and the healthiest that I've ever been but it was not an overnight thing. And it took time and it took me being dedicated to the process, trusting the process. And it also took me looking and taking responsibility for my own health. So I really hope that that encourages you a a great, another great resource is Dr. Perlmuter, his book, 
uh, Grain Brain is another great one. And I think I've mentioned that before, but his book is awesome for learning about gluten and avoiding gluten. Also, uh, Eat the Yolks is a, is a good book. It's a really easy read and it's uh, kind of funny. So that's a good one about eating fats and, and cholesterol. And then again, the Weston A. Price Foundation is a phenomenal resource. They have a great private Facebook group. They have cookbooks. They have other books. They have books for children on nutrition for children. They are a phenomenal resource. One of their books I know is called Eat Fat, Lose Fat. That's a great book. And everything comes with the research behind it. If you really want to go there and you want to see their citations and you want to find the research and you want to learn, you can do that. And I encourage you to do that. So those are some things just off the top of my head. And I'm always open. If you listen to this podcast and you still feel like you have questions, shoot me an email contact at sarah-grace.com and that's Sarah with an H S A R A H hyphen like a dash grace.com. Follow me on Facebook, Sarah Grace Fitness, and on Instagram, Sarah G Fitness. So I'm always here. If you have questions after listening to this podcast and you'd like maybe something more specific information wise, I would love to share however I can with you. And I also really encourage you to take a look at the things you are putting on your body every day. So many of uh, our cosmetics have chemicals in them that actually cause a lot of these autoimmune issues, even things as bad as cancer. So I really encourage you to take a closer look and I have past podcast episodes regarding uh, cosmetics, chemicals and cosmetics, what's to look out for, how to avoid them, why to avoid them. And one of my episodes is particularly on endocrine disruption. Uh, That's a phenomenal episode to listen to, to learn about what we can kind of do and avoid in our daily environment and the role that those things play. So that was really the icing on the cake for me. I had the food down. I was working with a practitioner. I was taking supplements and then it was really just about, okay, what can I eliminate from my everyday environment from deodorant, lotions, perfumes, big one right there. Um, makeup. What am I using on my floors? What am I breathing in? What am I cleaning my countertops with? You know, all of that. And it's not an overnight thing. I've said that before. It doesn't happen overnight. This is a process. So you start with what you can right in front of you, start feeling better, start feeding your body better, and then you take it to the next step. So I hope this helps you all. I hope this answers your questions for those of you that may be struggling with similar issues that I've mentioned here. I really hope that this helps you and you feel inspired to go on your way and to do your research and to, to get answers to your questions. Thanks so much for joining me. As always, make sure you subscribe and give me that five-star rating. Talk to you all soon.